Hello, and welcome to Weirdos. My name is Kellen. I'm Jay. And I'm producer Rodney. Producer Rodney. (laughs) We planned that. We did not. We'll get it together at some point. (laughs) We won't. We'll figure this out. One day. I mean, how many episodes are we in? We haven't figured it out yet. This is um, season two, episode 11. Something like that. So, uh, welcome to the second episode of 2022. Uh, If you joined us last, last week, we had Mr. Bentley Caldwell, model extraordinaire. Um, I think it was a pretty good episode. Yeah, well, yeah, I think it went really well. Um, remember, you can join us over on YouTube um, the week after. We don't want to <clears> do it all at once, but um, every other week after episode, we post a new episode. We post a video on YouTube, so be sure to head over there. Uh, Weirdos, a YouTube channel, which they can't see you doing that because it focuses on me, right? Yeah, he it, gave a thumbs up to. The I video. did. He switched it over right then. There it is. Hey. <laughs> um. So. Again, last week's great episode. It's hard to follow that one up. It really is. Yeah. Um, we have lots of notes on episodes that we were thinking about doing. Um, I did a poll to see if anybody would mention any that we hadn't thought of, and no one mentioned anything. So <laughs> good job, guys. We appreciate it. Um, <laughs> um, but this week, uh, we're going to talk about technology. And part of the reason I thought about this episode was one is the episode of Always Sunny. They did a podcast, and one of the things they we're talking about on the podcast was technology, but two, um, <clears throat> I've recently become a fan of uh, Nashville comedian Dusty Slay. Right, he's hilarious. He just had a special on Netflix, and they were he was talking about. And now that I say this out loud, was it actually him? But it was a comedian. I think it was him. It was talking about technology. It might have been Nate Bergazzi. Um, maybe it was Nate Bergazzi. It was Nate Bergazzi. I apologize. <laughs> we watched Nate Bergazzi on New Year's Eve because we had COVID, and that's what we did was watch Nate Bergazzi specials. But he's talking about how his age, um, people his age grew up with technology and without, and that's us, essentially. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, we didn't start out with any technology, and then we got it, um, and we ran with it. So I just thought it would be fun to sit here and talk about technology and how it's advanced in different aspects. Prime example is you're listening to a podcast right now. Podcasts haven't been around that long. Right. Uh, we're sitting here with a Walmart light shining on our face to make us look better. These uh, hearing sensitive Bluetooth headphones, these microphones. I mean, it's just these beanbag chairs. I don't think that's technically technology, but you see what I'm saying. Rodney, you're a little bit older than us, but not much. Oh boy, here we go. <clears throat> so you might have a little bit different. So I have notes. I haven't taken notes in a long time. And I took notes for this episode. Nice. Uh, so it makes me sound smarter. So what do we? <laughs> so I think we'll start with computers. Let's start with computers because everybody. I mean, come on. Um, any guesses? What year the first computer came out? Nineteen eighty one. Nineteen eighty one. Nineteen. Close. I'm gonna say nineteen fifty six. Okay, we're way off. Let's not think about computers as we know them now. Uh, eighteen eighty six. Eighteen. 22. Wow. Yeah, I was I was uh, kind of shocked by that myself. So 1822, it was called the Babbage Difference Engine, which was designed, of course, by Charles Babbage. We all know. Yeah, of course. CB. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I do not. <laughs> um, but I was born at that time. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was the basis of what computers started to become. So it was just like a big square you know, with dials and yeah. things like that. So it didn't have a screen or anything. It was like mechanical. That. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That was technically the first computer. And that blew my mind. I'm like, 1822, that's crazy. Wow. That is um, insane. Yeah. So the first computer with a screen, a little bit later on, that was in the 40s. That was 1943. So that one looked kind of like um, one of the characters from Among Us, if you're familiar with Among Us. Yeah. So it's just like a little astronaut with a little helmet. That's what that computer looked like. It was just one piece. 
uh, had a little screen on it, just a little body. Uh, that was designed by John Mackley and Jay Presper Eckhart. Sure. Uh, obviously, again, names, household <laughs> names. Right. Um, <laughs> I have them on a T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, eventually things changed for computers drastically. Um, we went from that, and then we were like, you know what, let's do one with a bigger screen. And they were like, you know what, I kind of want my screen over here, but I want everything else over here. Um, so then they, they, they made computers that had separate screens right. and towers. And it just flew from there. You know, that's when we got the Oregon Trail. Did you ever play the Oregon Trail, Rodney? Floppy yes, I disc. did. They have it on a board game now, which is not quite as fun. Well, they also have the original Oregon Trail on a uh, handheld video yes. game thing that I have. Yeah, I bought one of those at Dirt Cheap once and sold it. But yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, Oregon Trail, floppy disks. Um, you know, Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Do you remember playing that? Ooh, absolutely. Mm. And there was one I used to play in school. I think it was a math-based game where you would make monsters. Oh, wow. And you would like, the head would be something, then the body. I loved it. I absolutely loved that. I would play that right now if they had it on <laughs> the phone. Um, remember floppy disks? Like everybody remembers floppy disks. Like you'd save your files on this giant floppy disk. Yeah. Put it in a shoebox under your bed. So, so no my mom and dad still have my brother's first computer, which was a Tandy 1000. Wow. And it still has the original Centipede. Wow. Wow. Floppy disk. That's that startup. <laughs> <laughs> Remember how long it took to download porn on those things? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Jay. It was the anxious <laughs> awaiting that... Uh, here come fully... the boobs, here come the boobs. And then somebody answered the phone. And then like phone. an hour later. <laughs> somebody <laughs> answered the phone and messed up it. the download. Oh, you no! got... This is this is before the internet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm not... I'm not... <laughs> we got our cart before our horse. Damn I'm it. not saying that I did experience what Kellen is talking about in the basement <laughs> of my home at Mount Juliet as a child. <laughs> Um, mom, mom, answer the phone. Hurry up! <laughs> I'd always play. Um, I would always play pool, Yahoo pool. Did you ever do that? Oh yeah, and just talk shit to people and then flirt with girls. Did you ever do that at all? That no, part of it. No, I did. I could, um, I did play candy. Uh, what was it? Oh god, it was a candy-based website you could go to, and it had like, um, Come to cream savers, uh, mini golf. Oh, and brings new meeting to Candy golf. Crush. Yeah, <laughs> they play. have a real live version of that in Gatlinburg now. What? Oh wow! We went. It's like a Candy Crush theme miniature golf. I have no idea what the thing you're talking about. Though it sounds. Interesting. I can't remember the name of it, but it had a bunch of different games. But mini golf was one of the best, and it had like little swirls of like little caramel swirls if the ball went in. It was and pop it out somewhere else. It was really cool. I we, always, we all played that in high school. I used to always go in the basement and play Yahoo, and it was it's like a chat room, but you're playing pool against people. And, you know, you don't know who you're talking to. I was probably talking to some guy in his 50s <laughs> playing in his bathtub. Yeah, I'm a 12-year-old girl. But you would I flirt agree. with these girls. You would flirt with these girls and then, like, fight with the dudes. And, like, you suck at pool. Like, you suck at pool. But, like, I remember my name. My first, I remember my first handle. It was uh, The Hero Will Die, which was a song title or a song lyric from uh, Story of the Year. I always thought that was cool. And I remember people would always say, the hero's definitely going to die this game. <laughs> That's how I spent my evenings down in the basement uh, playing pool and then bringing that down and then looking at, at was, boobs. Was that the first social media? I, I guess you could consider that. It was, just like a, it was definitely an instant message thing. Yeah. You know? yeah, I remember AIM, AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah. I remember talking to people on that. Remember you used to get those discs at Walmart? Yes. <laughs> 5,000 hours of internet, you know, free. Times have changed slightly. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Yeah, it's just crazy. Like computers now are in our pocket, you yep. know. Uh, graphics <laughs> now are you know very, very 
I think the videos on video games are more lifelike than when you actually play the video games. But like I see some NBA 2K21 or whatever it's called. I'm like, that doesn't really look like LeBron. Like he looks a little like pudding. You know, like <laughs> it, the graphics still haven't reached that point yet. Right. Pudding in the pudding pot. Pudding. Yeah. But so we can go to video games. Like I'm not a gamer. Are you a gamer? Uh, yeah, some. Not well, me. I don't think he's a gamer. Uh, no, I no, 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 safe no, no, no. I know what are games gamer. are. Yes. I, you know what a PlayStation, a Playbox, or an X Station dude, is? Dude, I am not ancient. <laughs> I'm close, but not. <laughs> I've never been a gamer. I don't know why. It's something I've always wanted to do. Like, I think it would be fun if I actually gave myself the time, but I'd much rather watch a movie. Yeah. Um, or see I'm wasting the sun. enough time already. Well, we should circle back to that because the, just the technology of gaming we're going to talk about games now, bro. Oh, well, let's do it now then. That's next So think about, think about, Rodney knows I had one growing up, um, Atari. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're talking about one pixel squares of a ball bouncing back and forth across the screen, and that was, what, late 70s, 79? So, 72. Okay. So, oh, really? So you're talking, okay, so. Well, I, have, I have not. I have not. So you're talking about the 70s. So you're talking about in 30, 40 years, going on maybe 50 now, that we've got games that look almost realistic. And VR. But if you take that from, say, the PlayStation 3 to PlayStation 5, so the past 15 years, graphics haven't got that much better. Yeah. So from so we'll just go from 85. Super Mario Brothers comes out. That was state of the art. It was like, look how realistic that looks. It's a little man running across the screen. So from 85 to, we'll say, 2010. Graphics came a long way, and now they've kind of stagnated. Yeah. Like we've almost got to the point to where tech, we were at the max capability of technology before it becomes lifelike. Before you like, you're playing virtual reality, and it looks like you're looking at a real human being. Like there's not, I don't know that we can get there, yeah. but it's that blows my mind to think that just in such a just in our lifetimes, graphics for games have gone from a ball bouncing back and forth, yeah, to almost lifelike. But we've reached that cap. Yeah. Like the like the PlayStation Seven's going to come out, and it's not going to look that much more different than the PlayStation Three, Four, Five, whatever, because we've gotten as good as it's going to get until it becomes real. Yeah. And it's not going to play old PlayStation games, which pisses me off. I know. It's dumb. <laughs> come on, guys. Come on. Well, if, if you get on VR, you can take the the, the pixels actually go back a little bit because it's a lot of information and. That information just isn't happening in a square. It's happening in a three-dimensional surrounding of you. So it's got to take your, and I think that's the reason why the, the, the visualization hasn't progressed is because they're trying to get the visualization. I'm sure it could, but the, the processing power of trying to, you know, create a three and, you know, yeah. 360 world around you at the same time be as crisp as this little. Now I've played, I've played PlayStation 4 the VR on that, and they have a uh, Iron Man trainer on there where you fly around, and your mind tells you it's not real. You look at it, and you can tell this is not real. It still looks has a cartoony look, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. But your brain processes it as you are, that is actually you. Even though you know that's not really trees, you know you're not thousands of feet above the ground flying in a suit, your brain processes it as 
I just turned left and your body starts to, sh- and, and it starts, I mean, you get motion sick. That's why those videos a, are so hilarious. Like I've yeah. seen some where people are boxing and they're just like throwing haymakers <laughs> like crazy, like hitting people, hitting things, knocking Taking the TV, their TV the out. <coughs> My like, favorite is of a woman and she's standing on the edge of something and her friend, sister, whatever, just taps her on the shoulder from behind <laughs> and her arms go out and she just face plants because in her mind she thought she was it's falling off of whatever she was me. standing That would 100% be me. <laughs> It's um, the beginning of the Matrix, but anyways. So the first video go- video game system wasn't Atari. Uh, like I think I think we all think that it was like it's just that was the I first was like the commercial most one, successful. You know? Yeah, it did come out the same year. So seventy two, uh, the first technically technically the first video gaming system was the Magnavox Odyssey, um, invented by Ralph Bayer. Again, another household name. <laughs> um, <laughs> did he make the aspirin? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Spelled a little bit different, but I bet he had something to do with it. Um, he is considered to be the father of video games. Um, wow. So here's here's what the Magnavox Odyssey came with, okay? So you buy a PlayStation and you get, like, what, one controller and yeah. a cord and maybe a game. So this came with a non with several non-electric accessories, okay? So it came with dice, <laughs> game cards, nice. plastic tokens, scoreboards, and a sheet of stickers. First of all, you had me at a sheet of stickers, okay? <laughs> I love a good sheet of hey, stickers. Elementary school would not have been the same if if they didn't have the uh, the Scholastic Book Fair with the sh- sheets of sticker books. Absolutely. So you know everyone everyone has a junk drawer. It's yeah. usually in your kitchen. I have one. Some people have one in their nightstand or their dresser. And one of mine is I have socks, underwear, and then I have shorts, and then I have one more drawer that belongs to me, and it's my junk drawers where I put like pins, you know, yeah. my hearing aids, things like that. I've cleaned it out recently, and I had a box in there, and it had all kinds of all these stickers I've collected nice. over the years, including like OG Pokemon stickers that were like in books. <laughs> OG. I had Rugrat stickers. Wow. Yeah. I had some really, like, they were round, had like a genie and gargoyles on them. I have no idea where they're from. Did I throw them away? Absolutely not. <laughs> Why would I do that? <laughs> but yeah, I love a good sheet of stickers. <laughs> um, 72, uh, Pong. I think we all, I, I think Pong is still incredibly popular because there's about a thousand games on your phone that is basically pong yeah block block breakers and all those that's pong you know yeah um but the atari as we know it know it came out in 77 so i think we said 72 earlier but 77 is when the atari as we know it with all the The 2600 yeah with donkey kong space invaders frogger pac-man uh what was the one where you were like a on a bicycle oh paperboy uh, was that on atari that was a nintendo nintendo that was nintendo what about the uh, was it Joe, the guy swinging from the uh, the vines? Oh Pitfall. yeah, Pitfall. Pitfall. Yep. Yeah, I loved it. Pitfall. They, I think they've done that a couple times on other systems. They have. But um, nineteen eighty three, we got Nintendo, which yeah, I think changed yeah. everything. Yeah, thousand yeah. um, percent. I mean, you can't go anywhere without seeing Mario. Uh, people are upset that they're making a movie and Chris Pratt is going to voice Mario. What? People, dude, people hate Chris Pratt because he's vocal about his it's, political it's, beliefs i've, I've said dumb. it on another episode but i think it's also the dan cook effect he, he got too big too fast yeah. he went from being lovable goof on parks and rec to being yeah. the biggest a-list celebrity Let me tell you in right now, put chris pratt in any movie and i'll watch it he's fantastic he's fantastic i watched the tomorrow war recently which is a sci-fi movie it's, uh, i've, I've seen, seen it, it? That's a really he's good. fantastic and he's very good and because he's buff now but he's also very funny yeah. he's funny he's likable him and ryan reynolds in a buddy cop movie oh my god please if you've made that movie i'd yeah, their banter would be oh, uh, God. off the charts. We just watched um, Red Notice with uh, Ryan Reynolds in The Rock, yeah, and Gal Gadot, and that was good too. But like Ryan Reynolds with Chris Pratt, forget 
I mean, Th- that just... scene in the movie where they go get Thor at, at Endgame, I think it's Endgame, uh-huh. and he's like, I am not talking like, you know, he's actually talking <laughs> like Thor. Yeah. I, he's talking like me. I just love his freaking humor in that way. Well, yeah. And what people forget is he is a nice dude. Like, if you look up stories of Chris Pratt generosity, he is a very good person, but because of his political ideology and religious ideology, people want to yeah, burn him at stake. Stupid. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. People are stupid. <gasps> Chris Pratt's yeah. uh, uh, American treasure. I don't care what anybody says. Always, wo- <laughs> always welcome on our show. Always welcome. Come on anytime, Chris. Chris Pratt, <laughs> I swear to God, if you show up, I will let you play my drums. <laughs> uh, he, can, he can sing 5,000 Candles in a Wind. Oh, my God. I, would, um, I might actually cry. I mean, don't. <laughs> bye, bye, little Sebastian. <laughs> um, so after Nintendo, you know, we got Super Nintendo, Sega, Dreamcast. We got oh, Game Sega. Boys, Game Cubes, uh, Playstations, Xbox, Wii, Switch, and everything in between. Um, I had a Nintendo. Did you guys have a Nintendo? Two games. Just two games? Well, the two games I cared about. I actually VHS filmed me beating Mario. Wow. Do yeah, you own this? Is it here in this house? I wish. No. <sighs> Damn it. I'm sure I... Bonus feature <laughs> this episode. First game uh, America's console. Funniest Home Videos was probably filmed over it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, such a, you're such a bore, Rodney. I hit your there, camera, sir. Videos. Um, I'm fine. Okay. He's fine. Good. fine. I never had a Nintendo. My cousin had a Nintendo with several games that I used to play at his house, but I the first console I had was a Sega Genesis, and y'all, you've seen the video of me getting that. Yes. I had I had a Nintendo. I didn't have a Super <laughs> Nintendo, but I had a friend who did, and they had the best games. Super Nintendo had the best games. They oh did. That's, that's when they had, fact. like, uh, the Hulk game and, like, Carnage and, like, all these Marvel, like, comic book based games. Yeah. I'm like, oh, the X-Men games. game where you could swap I had the between... X-Men game on Sega. So I had a Sega too, Humblebrag. I had a Nintendo, and I didn't have a, P- a Super Nintendo, but I had a Sega, and the where you could be Nightcrawler, Cyclops, yeah. Wolverine, or um, Storm. Was yep. Storm? The I think one? it's. I think so. I remember Nightcrawler and Wolverine because I, I would always get to J- Juggernaut was always the first. Juggernaut was the first villain, right? And I would always, I could always make it to Magneto, and I can never get past Magneto. Hmm. And I also had Charles Barkley's basketball <laughs> game on that, which is fantastic. <laughs> what about the, NBA Jam? That's terrible. Sega? That's I didn't terrible. have NBA Jam, but I had He's Charles Barkley's like street ball or something like that. <laughs> terrible. Oh no, Craig. I used to love on Sega Evander. <laughs> no one's going to get that, but Krista. Oh no, Craig. Now they're not going to come on the show. So now she's listening to this and she can comment on uh, Shuffle. Shuffle and she'll know what that's from. But um, <clears throat> I never had a Dreamcast. I had a Game Boy. Game Boys have all the accessories. Like the screen was dark, so or too small, so you had like a magnifier. You have headphones. They had a printer at one point. Yeah, I had all that. What was it again? Game Boy. Oh, yeah. So you had the original Game Boy. Yeah. The the two tone green screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a big chunk. Of I had Mortal Kombat. I had I Mortal Kombat on Sega. Uh, I love Mortal Kombat. I have a Nintendo DS now that I bought at McKay's that I love. And I have the Simpsons game. Nice. I play that all the time. Uh, Mario. Like, it's just nostalgic. You know, like, I go to McKay's and sell stuff. And sometimes I'm like, oh, it's a $100 store crap. I'm like, oh, cool. And I'm like, I could buy a Nintendo. I think, so I, I went and bought, there's a game store in Rivergate that has old school games. Game and Trader. I bought, yeah. And I bought a Sega. And I bought um, Mortal Kombat, Street mm. Fighter Tournament Edition. Uh, NBA jams and Razzle Dazzle Joe Montana football Joe Montana ah. 90, 93 football wow. I think 93 um, but the game that I wanted it was my favorite game on the Sega 
was a Vander Holyfield Real Deal Boxing. Oh. And there was a code, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like if you named your character the Hulk or something like the Beast, something like that, your character would turn green and would wow. have maxed stats, That's and awesome. you could just destroy everybody. And I thought that I thought it was I was the coolest person just waylaying Evander Holyfield with a green monster. <laughs> Do you like playing the Sega games now? Yeah. So, excuse me. NBA bought, Jam um, still holds up. That game is still fantastic. A thousand percent. Dude. And Street Fighter, oh, the Street Fighter games. Yeah, but those are, great. are a little bit different. I mean, like, so we bought a PlayStation that had games built into it, and like Lion King and Aladdin, those impossible to beat games. Uh, you know? I beat Aladdin so many times. Humble brag. Not a humble brag. Wow. Brag brag. <laughs> Cause I Ooh, we got a, we got a uh, um, arcade machine at work and it has Aladdin, but it's the Sega Aladdin, not the SNES Aladdin. There were two different games, yeah. same premise, but the levels were different. But yeah, I I spent half an afternoon at work working, and um, when I when I had downtime because I was <laughs> off the clock, <laughs> I beat Aladdin on, on that. So, playing them now is just a little too slow paced for me. I think <clears throat> that's part of it. Well, you're used to it. You're used to a 3D world now. I mean, the games now you can go yeah. any direction. Omni, like I play uh, on my phone. I got a Backbone, which is a uh, mobile console um, controller. You slide it open, your phone sits in it, closes, yeah. and it has Call of Duty that's just as good as PlayStation Three graphics. And it's a it's a whole world. You can go every direction. Yeah. Super Nintendo, Sega, regular Nintendo, even I mean, up until probably Nintendo sixty four. Like with, with Auto, Mario it's got like the maps. Yeah, you couldn't go omnidirectional. It was left to right all day, every day. Oh, yeah. That was the best you could do. Yeah. And some games wouldn't even let you go back to the left. What about Super Mario? Uh, uh, <laughs> not Super Mario, but uh, Super Nintendo. So when I would, it still wasn't a 3D world, but it had dimensions. Mm-hmm. So the back started moving. And, and then I thought that was the greatest thing kind, ever. Kind of like uh, Toe Jam and Earl on Sega oh, yeah. Genesis. Yeah. It was still two dimensional. But they gave a, a feeling of three-dimensional dimen- yeah. three depth yeah, yeah, by having the characters vertically go up. So yeah. even though you weren't technically leaving that two-dimensional plane, it felt like you were because you weren't just going left or right anymore. Yeah. You were going up and down yeah. diagonally. And I'm going to go ahead and apologize. I have something stuck in my throat. <laughs> I'm, I'm working through it. I actually made a tear come down my neck. Wow. What, yeah. are, what are those like? <laughs> Kellen's never tears. cried before. You're so, you're so empathyless. Um, I think the first game I ever beat, one was it was really tough with on regular Nintendo was the Ninja Turtles game. Remember that one? Yes, no, I right. could never get past. I could never get past whatever the level after the dam was. I could beat the dam, the the bomb part. Mm-hmm. I could beat that, and then the next after that, I had nowhere, no idea where to go or what to do, and I would just die. I honestly think the first game I ever beat was uh, Uncharted on PlayStation wow. Two or Three, which is very still new. Yeah, making a movie of it with Tom Holland, but um, February. I just never, I never picked up gaming. I never did World of Warcraft. I never did any of that. Just... Well, I, we did pick up gaming. Like I'm sitting here just thinking about like I didn't, I didn't game. There's like Contra. Yeah. I remember. I mean, just every, every uh, I'd go to my friend's house and NBA jams and and then uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, just mm-hmm. freaking. We just gamed at a different time. Yeah, well, that's and, true. And gaming now is is more social. Yeah, like people don't game; they don't sit in their room and just play by themselves. Even if they're playing, sure. Like, well, I mean, like Mario (laughs) games now, uh, Mario Maker Two. 
Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of videos of that yeah. on YouTube. And even though you're playing by yourself, you're playing levels that people around the world created. Yeah. So there's a social aspect, especially with like the shooting games, first-person shooters and stuff like that, is you're not playing alone. You're playing with friends that you've made or people that you've never met, and, and it's like a social network that has gaming. The closest thing we had growing up, if anybody remembers, because I know you both will, because it was probably one of the greatest games ever created, was GoldenEye for Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. was the first multiplayer game where you would really play with people. Like you had the four ports on the front of the Nintendo 64, you would all plug in. Or you would have the LAN parties where you would bring your own console, hook them up, and then people would play together. But it still required you to have people come over. Games now, you don't have to have anybody no. come over to play yeah. with somebody. You can play with a kid in Japan from your living room in Middle Tennessee. So it's easier to become a gamer in that environment because especially with the way we've, gotten as a society where we're more closed off we're more introverted in our social intro introverted in our social interactions I was just gonna let that go but I, I was just <laughs> wanting to hang on to it <laughs> so you can be extroverted in a digital world so it becomes more of your life now like for us games were just something to have play fun yeah. play for fun plus our parents were you know nope, gotta cut it off and they would cut it off. Yeah, right. So now parents are like, you got to cut it off. And you're like, shut up, mom. I'm like, all right, one more making hour. Making a YouTube video, making money. Yeah. One more hour. Yeah. I'm and on people Twitch. Can, people can make yeah. money at it now. It's crazy. So I, I've i never been the, the kind of person to want to watch that stuff. It's never. Yeah. I love it. I watch My it every kids, night. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, um, Shay, James from Shay's Crypto Call. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does it. And I actually watched it. <coughs> Damn it. I actually watched it and I loved it. Yeah, it's. Like so, if you want to watch, shout out, um, Panga is is a player, a Mario player. His commentary is hilarious while he plays. Um, DGR is another content creator that plays <coughs> Mario. They, these all they all play Mario Maker too. Mm-hmm. They all do different kinds of variations of that game. Um, but DGR hilarious. The commentary is what gets me to watch it. I'm not watching it because the, now, granted, the ones I'm naming. Panga, Pangea, I think is his full name, and Ryukar are two of some of the best Mario players in the world. So their gameplay is phenomenal. And then you add... So Mario as in like Mario Kart? This is this is Mario, Mario Maker, Maker 2. And what Mario Maker 2 and Mario Maker 1 were, were people can upload a video that they create. The only, the only caveat is they have to be able to beat their own level for it to be uploaded. You can't upload a level that can't be beat. Yeah. Um, so you... Create a level. You get all the tools to make any style of Mario from Super Mario Brothers to Wii U, Super Mario, whatever. And you pick your Mario. You pick the whatever the layout's going to be, the pipes, whatever. You build it, and then people from around the world can play it. (laughs) So it's not a Mario game where it has level one to level eight. You're done. Beat it. Go home. It's constantly evolving. People making hard levels, easy levels, whatever. So it's watching these people play these levels that, Random That's people create does, and, and then they talk, cussing. and it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. The commentary is what gets me. That's what I watch for the, yeah, the it's commentary. Look, some of them look impossible, so you have to learn and pay attention. Like, okay, so when I die here, I need to do this instead of this. And you have to yeah. constantly adapt. It's it. I mean, it's fun. It is fun to watch. I think this thing's called Nerd Stillery. I know. Yeah, that. yeah I've seen yeah. that. It's 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 fun to watch. I never thought I would sit down and watch that, but it was. I watched it a couple times, and I comment. I'm like, dude. I never watched these things, but I was cracking up because he was just dying and cussing. He's like, "What is going on?" <laughs> and um, I, they they've made a they, they've made a uh, a platform for 
just the struggle of playing a game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- because I used to get pissed off and throw something and it was just me in a room. And now you get to see people, I guess, see that frustration. So mm-hmm. it, maybe that's the hilariousness <laughs> of it. Well, yeah. and, and games, they're harder now, but they're easier, if that makes sense. They're harder because there's more detail, more everything to it. But games from back when we were younger were sometimes impossible. Like, how did anybody beat Zelda the first time right. with all the secret bushes and rocks that you have to blow up and patterns and things that you have to... It's a puzzle game with in a game. It was and the, did J.R.R. Tolkien make this up, by the way? <laughs> I mean, like, it's different... La- I mean, seriously. I mean, it's just... It was a and, bunch. And I think it was one of the first games that had a... a a battery in it for save files because that's how detailed and large the game was and hard to beat. So the game itself saved itself, saved your progress. But like, think about what an accomplishment it was to beat Mario, the first Mario. You were recorded and then your family recorded it. (laughs) Yeah. I, yeah. I, one of the games that stands out to me the most was from the original PlayStation. There's two, one crash bandicoot. I absolutely love crash bandicoot. It's Mario, but cooler. But well, not cooler. But you know, <laughs> in Silent Hill, oh, I remember yeah. Silent Hill because I would play that in my bedroom by myself, and that's when we had nope. was it Dual Shock controllers? Yeah. So there was one part, and I think it was at the very beginning because I didn't play very often. It might have even been a demo back when they gave demo discs. You know? <laughs> but uh, you're going down an alley, and your controller starts vibrating like a heartbeat. Mm. And I'm like, oh. Mm. And then these little creatures come out with knives and start stabbing you. Mm. And you can't do anything because it, that's when it transitions into a video, but you don't realize that. I'm like, what's going on? I turn on the light real <laughs> quick, turn it off. Like that, that That's always stuck with me um, that, you know, a video game can give you that kind of an experience. I, I, I can't do jump scares. Oh. Uh, like when I uh, when I <laughs> say, you know, <laughs> like even just, even just then, like I felt my adrenaline gland go... <laughs> Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know when somebody pushes you when you're real close to the edge, you're like, that, that, yeah. that runs through you. Uh, there is a video, um, I guess when they first come up with YouTube. <laughs> 2006. Right? So long ago uh, of this car going on the road. It was in the story behind us. It was a car commercial, oh, and they saw the ghost yeah. in the car commercial. And it was a, it was some foreign country's, like, jolt juice or whatever. Like, remember Jolt Cola? Yep. Here's a rabbit trail. No, we're going back the other way. But that terrified me because I was just like, oh, intense, looking for this ghost. I was looking for the shadow. Look really closely. Like, get really close to the screen and bam, you know? And I'm like, I mean, it was just, I. it was <laughs> awful. I remember that. I hate well. everything about it. So, like, Five Nights at Freddy's, that all that stuff, I no, can't do it. So we'll get back to regular technology after now that we've had the game segment. But you were talking about Silent Hill, and there was a game. Do you remember the game Manhunt? Yes. I remember the cover and everything. I remember playing that, and that was the, one of the most disturbed. But also with, Hollywood video. It was so much fun, though. As disturbing as that. You could cut somebody's head off. You could. There was three ways to kill somebody in that game, uh, like humane death all the way up to like extreme violence where you like grab them from behind, rip their head back and start sawing their head off. And then you could carry around their head and Classic. use it as a diversion. If people started getting close to you, you could hide in the shadows and chuck the head and be like, Oh, what's that? And they would go run to the crap. <laughs> and then you'd stick up behind them and take their heads off. And they th- and why, I don't know why they thought video that was games PlayStation two violence in America. That's absurd. <laughs> that was PlayStation two, by the way. So that was yeah. a while ago that that game. Came. Uh, um, 
you know, you talk about your rabbit trail. I have one from the last episode that we're going to talk about later. I'm not going to talk about on here. I meant to say it at the end and I didn't, and it's been rumming through my head, so we'll talk about that later. But video games now, we don't have to have a PlayStation. We don't have to have a TV. It's in our pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Computers are in our pocket. Um, first cell phone, 1979. Wow. Uh, Nippon Telegraph and Telephone. Hmm. Any Is guesses? The country pack in the car? India. Japan. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's, that was that would have been so the much guess. Oh, does everybody idiot. remember their first phone? <laughs> yeah, I yes. Do. Yeah, mine was a Nokia, the brick. You know nice. that uh, uh, Nokia phone debuted in 1987. Uh, I got mine late 90s and played Snake on that bad boy all the time. <laughs> what was your first phone, Ronnie? Nokia 9800. I don't know. Why do you remember that part of it? Because I didn't realize that it was like. If it was a second, it was a minute, mm-hmm. and I didn't get that part of the conversation when the lady at uh, Core Wireless was telling me, and I was like, "Cool!" So I had a six hundred and thirty-five dollar first phone bill. Wow! Oh, I think mine was a Nokia three thousand or something. I had a very expensive phone bill when I was with Verizon on my parents' account, and I'm like, "There's no way!" So I never—I swore I would never have Verizon again. What was your first phone, Kay? Okay, uh, I think it was a Magnavox. <laughs> Magnavox. Yeah, it was like a it was like a long phone with an antenna that you'd pull out. Yeah, uh, and then the one right after that was a, a Sony Ericsson from Singular. I think I had a Sony Ericsson. Was that a square one? Um, the one that I had kind of was shaped like a peanut. Okay, it was when they started. It was when they started because I didn't have like early early cell phones. I got one in two thousand one when I graduated. It was my first cell phone on T Mobile, um, and then I got the Singular service and got a singular phone, and it was when they started having the replacement covers where you could pop the face and the back off and yeah. replace them with different yeah. um, aftermarket. Singular. Yeah. I AT&T still have. Now, right? Um, yeah, AT&T bought singular. And I still have the very first iTunes-compatible phone, wow. which was a Sony Ericsson that had iTunes built into it. You could hook it up to your computer and put the songs on it, and it had um, two speakers on the side that had lights, and you could change the light pattern, and it would flash with the music. Awesome. I thought I was the coolest thing Ahead ever. Of your time. And then I had another phone that had an attachable camera. This was before cameras were built into the Wait, phone. Wait, what? It was a, it was a, like, I think it was a Sony Ericsson. And it had a aftermarket camera that you would stick into the bottom of the phone. And it was a 1.2 megapixel camera. <laughs> that is so clear. clear. I can you see remember how that? clear it is. That used to be clear. Oh, That's God. That's what's crazy, too. Yeah. Oh, Just dude. another evolution in technology we've had is the pictures yeah. back then used to be clear. Well, I mean, everybody was amazed. Like, I would plug that in and I would take a picture and then show them. And be like, wow. That's amazing. I don't know what kind of phone it was, but I had one where the camera was in the middle of the phone. It was a flip phone. So when you opened up the flip phone, it actually toggled like you could. I remember those, yeah. And it aimed the cab- a camera away or aim the camera back to you. Wow. So you could do a selfie or the other way. We've come a long way since the Zach Morris phone. Jeez. Where it was like this big, had a giant <laughs> antenna. Speaking of technology, Zach Morris, everyone, <laughs> was everyone's idol because that dude could do no wrong. Nope, he could not. But if you go back, watch Zach Morris's trash. Those videos. <laughs> oh, have no. you seen those? No, I have not. Oh, Zach my God. Zach Morris is trash. This guy goes back and he breaks down episodes of Say by the Bell where Zach Morris was a truly terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> and he was. We didn't think about it. They were like, Zach's so cool. He was not cool. He was a dick. To everybody. Lisa, Everyone. everybody. Lisa, Screech. Homework. Tonight. Kelly. You watch Google or get on AC YouTube Slater. and Zach Morris is trash and just watch some of those. They're so funny. 
And I was like, Zach Morris is trash. They are hilarious. Like the theme song. Um, <clears throat> when cell phones first came out, they were gigantic, and then they wanted them small. So I remember, um, it's the one I thought was a Sony Ericsson, but it must not have been. It was, it was like this big. I mean, it was like half of a candy bar. Yeah. And that's what everybody wanted because it was so small. You know, like, it fits around your pocket. It's so small. Well, they even got smaller. They had, like, lipstick phones. Yeah. That were, like, that would, like, <laughs> look the size of a lipstick thing. Like Austin Powers. Yeah. And then, the iPhone, and then iPhone Zoolander. came out yeah. and all of a sudden small wasn't in anymore. Yeah. Like, they got so small and then the technology evolved and changed. And you're like, oh, I can play a game on here. That's cool. Oh, I can FaceTime on here. That's cool. I need a bigger screen. Yeah. And we want it bigger and bigger. Like Honest to God, way. if you made a phone out of an iPad, I would use that. <laughs> Just hold it up. <laughs> I would love to see the belt clip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they will not make belt clips. For, it's cool. a backpack. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can do everything on our phones. Like, ching, ching. You, you think back, you know, 60, 70 years ago that you could not imagine this is where, yeah. except the time travelers that we see in those photos. My neighbor still iPhones. had a rotary phone. <clears throat> a what? Growing up, my neighbor still yeah. had a rotary phone. So I, I remember using yeah. a rotary phone. Yeah, I did too. Um, my grandmother bought a car one time that had a car phone. She never activated it, but I thought that was the coolest <laughs> thing ever, but it's also very dangerous. But it had the buttons on the top and they lit up and yeah. I always play within the car while we're listening to the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack on cassette tape. <laughs> There but is a freaking I, soundtrack. Oh my god, that soundtrack is fantastic. Dumb and Dumber soundtrack is <laughs> more homework. Soundtracks got it. on the planet. I swear to you. Wow, it's got butthole surfers. No, um, who did Red Right Hand? Nick Cave. I don't think it's his rendition of it, but anyways, Google that soundtrack. Hmm. Dumb and Dumber soundtrack, and then you're like, Jay, that is a great soundtrack. <laughs> I'm like, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah. Like, I would never imagine we have a computer in our pocket now. I can do anything. Yeah. I can, I use it today to uh, get me to Rodney's house because I never remember how to get here. I remember most of it, but I'm like, I just want to be safe. You know, <laughs> yeah. I use it today to make a phone call. We can FaceTime. It looks different with all the snow. Yeah, we're recording a podcast. Yeah, on our phones to an app that's on our phone. Like it's in, it's insane what we can do with these things, and yeah. we probably don't even unlock half its potential with what we use it for. Never. Right, it's crazy. It's like our brains. And you know now, like if you leave the house and you feel your pocket, you don't feel it. You have that little sinking feeling in your chest. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler did that song, song, uh, song on his new special, "Phone Wallet Keys." Really? Oh wow! Phone wallet special? keys. Phone oh, wallet. wallet keys. Uh, yeah, I have, uh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's Netflix special. Yeah, but I mean, phones number one. Yeah, absolutely. Well, wallet's number one. Phones two. No. Well, you can't get anywhere with your keys. But see, which one is number one? Because I can pay for everything with my phone. Yeah, you can use no, your phone to true. pay for stuff. But you can't go anywhere without your keys. I can Uber. It, here's the thing. Cars actually have <laughs> apps on their phone. If you don't have your keys, your phone is your fob. I stand corrected. Technology <laughs> rules over money. See, Cash. that's the reason why the episode is what it is. It's true. Uh, um, we'll start to wrap things up a little bit, but you know, other technology we don't think about, um, I think about it because they're in my head, is like medical technology is it yeah. so Ooh. far too. Oh, wow. Um, you know, I have two hearing aids and like completely changed my life having hearing aids. Um, because I couldn't hear. It's hereditary. My dad can't hear. His sister can't hear. Um, and I would always put it off. But when I put them in, like life changing, you know. Like, yeah. I can hear everything. Like I hear you talking shit now. You can't talk shit about me anymore <laughs> because I can hear it. You can't whisper. Jay's such a dig. Like I heard it. I heard that. You're absolutely right. But now I know you're saying it. Um, you know, pacemakers, like everything, surgery. Robots do surgery now. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. 
I don't have time to get into you can artificial have, You can have doctors sitting in their office using the um, Da Vinci, whatever that is, yeah. and they can control it from their office. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's just insane. Yeah. Um, but, you know, even with all this technology, even with a computer in our pocket, a robot doing our surgery, we still can't make a damn cough syrup that tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say about us as a people yeah. or our priorities like? Yeah, that's a give good me point. a good tasting cough syrup and give me my old Zach Morris phone. <laughs> give me the old Nokia back. I I bought stock in Nokia, by the way. I mean, uh, some well, people I'm, like the taste of Robotism. I'm not sure. Yeah, people who like to Robo trip. I had a friend who did that. He drank like <laughs> a whole bottle. Woke up, thought his girlfriend was dead in the bed, and left the house wow. and was roaming the streets. Wow. Yeah. Don't abuse cough syrup, kids. On that test test. It sounds fun. Syrup. <laughs> I've. <laughs> you ever watch the Sarah Silverman program? I did. I think the, the first day. or second episode where her she drank like all the cough syrup and then went on this magical adventure and she's like flying in her car wow. and Loch Ness monster was like hi Mister Mon- Monster she's like hi Sarah <laughs> like cough syrup's no joke I've drank too much before and like it's it's nice well you know what one of the new things is what Mucinex DM that's people will take I have some of that at home right people now. will take multiple multiple tabs like five six tabs of Mucinex DM and they will hallucinate. Problem is, is it dries you out, causes all the fluid to come out of your body, and it fucks with your heart rate. Heart rate. So you're saying don't do it. Don't do it. No, because don't. your 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 pulse rate will become weak and thready, and you'll die. Wow, I've always been scared. We do we could do a whole episode on drugs. I'm I'm scared <laughs> to do drugs and even like over the counter stuff. It is uh, what was it? Uh, Sudafed. You yeah. have to buy behind the counter now. What's well, good? They use it to make meth. Yeah, and as we went. Uh, some places still have it out. But we went when we went to my mom's cabin for Christmas uh, up in Gatlinburg. Well, you know, there's a lot of meth there. Um, we went to Walgreens. The, the and M&Ms s- of, the, of the mountains, <laughs> meth and moonshine. The M&Ms. I was looking around CVS for 10 minutes, and I could not find Sudafed. I could not even find, you know, sometimes they have a little card, like, you know, come see us. Yeah, yeah. So I go to the pharmacy, and they finally look at me and like, is, am I just missing Sudafed? It's behind the counter. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. I need some for my meth, please. Like, can I have some? <laughs> it's crazy. They take your ID. They yeah. scan your wallet. Oh, absolutely. ID. Yeah. You have to do that for all, like, all medicines now. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm like, do I look like I'm going to go home and make meth? Look at my tooth. Like, because <laughs> before you know it, people are going to be able to f- uh, figure out how to like ibuprofen or, or aspirin or and do something with it. Crazy. Yeah. You know, mix it with like Coke, Coca Cola, not Coke, but you know. I, it's. I mean, I already crushed up and snorted because my body faster. But. You just I mean, buy BC powder, cut out the middleman. Like oh, the, BC powder stings when it gets in your nose. I've gotten that in my nose before by accident. What I is swear it? to God, it was by accident. BC powder. Oh God. Because it tastes terrible, but it works so well. So I would like tip it up, and then like I would breathe in, and it would go up my nose. I'm like I'm gonna, I'm dying, I'm dying. <laughs> Speaking of meth, I told you my meth story, right? No, no. But you will right what? now. Yes. <laughs> so when I worked at the, as, a, as a nurse at the jail. <laughs> had an inmate that was explaining to us the process behind making shake and bake meth. So you need a two liter and a 20 ounce bottle. He told us all the stuff that you put in the two liter and then you run a tube from the two liter to the 20 ounce bottle. But first you have to shake the two liter that gets all the stuff bubbling and, and all the reactions to happen that causes the, it's kind of like making moonshine, distilling moonshine, all the stuff that comes up. That's, that's liquid. It, goes through as a gas and then it solidifies in the other bottle and that's your crystal meth. Um, But he was explaining to us and he said one of the funniest things any inmate ever said to me is he said, now when you shake that bottle, you got to make sure that you loosen the cap a little bit, let a little bit of of that air out, close it back up. 
because it'll explode. He said, that's why I always did it in the yard because I didn't want to blow it up in the house. I'm like, but you're holding it. <laughs> what does it matter if you blow yourself up in your house or in your, are you worried about the resale value right. of Absolutely. your double wide? Because yes. you're going to be dead either way. <laughs> The resale value of the double wide. Did you take notes on how to do it? I did not. All I remember is the strip from a lithium battery. Whoa. Which how somebody that was high as a kite figured out that they could take the strip oh, out absolutely. of a lithium it was not, battery. It was, it was somebody in a lab. Some who, stuff and get high. So I don't know. This is not technology. <laughs> At all. But, uh, one more lithium batteries are technology. I, I texted it to you, but I didn't text it to you. So oh. um, the other night we went to a Mexican restaurant and hermitage and um we sit at the table and i there's something under my foot and i'm like someone's left their umbrella so i'm like i see it and it's a purse so well it's not even a purse it's just like a little bag clutch I, yeah thanks um <laughs> You're so i'm like bougie. i'm I gonna open it up Lindsay's not aware of this at the time i'm like i'm gonna open this up see if there's any money if there's money i'm gonna take this money out <laughs> you know <laughs> and Lindsay would be like don't take that money out but i didn't want her to know so <clears throat> uh, i unzip it and i'm like oh there's a needle Oh, there's a crack pipe, and I zip it back up. And I, uh, <clears throat> someone had left their drug stash. I was that a Mexican restaurant on Dixon Road? You would think. <laughs> you know, my favorite restaurant, Mexican restaurant at the moment, is on Dickerson Pike. I don't know the name of it. I know the building's yellow, and they have uh, carne asada fries, and they're delightful. But anyways, this is a bag of drugs. And like, Lindsay's like, how do you know it's just not like a bowl they smoke weed out of? I'm like, I know the difference, Lindsay. I've watched Intervention. Okay. <laughs> I know the difference. I've never seen, I've never seen a crack pipe before. That's the first time I've ever seen a syringe in that capacity before. Right. And then I'm like, I'm glad I didn't dig for money because I would have been injected <laughs> with something. But the waiter came. I'm like, someone left their bag. He's like, okay. I'm like, there's a crack pipe in there, by the way. He's like, I probably know whose it is. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and he goes and takes it up to the front. And like when we checked out, I was looking for him. I'm like, where'd they put that? Like, somebody that works here. Like 100%. I'm like, I'm going to keep a stash here. And what's funny is when I handed it to him, take it up front, here comes a cop. <laughs> And I watched that cop the whole time. Also, the whole time, I watched everyone who came in that restaurant, I watched. I'm like, someone's going to come in looking for that bag. I'm like, it was in that seat right there. Where is it? Where is it? So, like, every time the door would open, I'm like, just to look. I have my keys in my hand between my fingers, you know, in case I had to fight my way out of this Mexican restaurant. I see how your brain works now. And it, it is absolutely amazing. <laughs> That's one way to put it. That's a nice way to put it. Oh, it's a very nice way to put it. But you're sitting in a, like, having dinner with your wife, (laughs) and you're just, like, looking at the door, like, where's this crack addict? Where's this crack addict? I told her, I'm like, I just want you to know, I'm making, you know, I got us covered. If someone comes in looking all high and looking for a stash, we're going to make some money tonight. I'm like, it was her. It was her. Chivalry is not dead, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she stole your pipe. Speaking of technology, they have a bell on the door, so whenever someone came in, I knew. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like teaching a dog for, like, a treat. You're like, ding. Uh, Pavlov's ding. Pavlov's drug addict. <laughs> Mouth salivates for some crack. All right. Technology. <laughs> this was an episode on technology. Uh, thank you guys for listening uh, and, and uh, God, for sticking through with this. Whatever that was. <laughs> Uh, we'll see you in, in two weeks. Uh, remember you can go over to YouTube, uh, weirdos, a YouTube channel, and you can watch our fun videos we have. Um, if you have any challenges you want us to do, let us know. We want to do some challenges that don't involve us being on one foot and me falling and hurting myself (laughs) further than I've already hurt myself. Um, we're on all the social medias, (laughs) YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, MySpace, not yet. MySpace. I, I want to, I, don't know my login to MySpace anymore, but I want it because there were some choice nugs there, <laughs> like picture-wise. Like I wish I still had those. 
But I can't even find myself anymore. They probably like purged it at some point. <laughs> I'm sure. When just when JT <coughs> bought it, Justin Timberlake when he JT. bought MySpace. But um, what's the other one? The new one. Shuffle. Shuffle. Uh, Shuffle's a new a new one where you can comment on the actual what what's being said at the time, and then yeah. Kellen will comment back with you. I do not do that. Kellen does that. I do. I, so, I love it so much. I want rude, I want all the not, interaction. So please, please get on, sh- download Shuffle and w- listen to our podcast there because I absolutely want to interact with and, people. And, it's, you know, it cracks me up when, because I don't remember what we talked about and then somebody will make a comment at, it's like 1308. And I'm like, oh, what did, what did we say? And then I click on it yeah. and I'm like, oh my God, we are funny. That's perfect. Like, it's, <laughs> and then that's true because when we record like a couple episodes at a time and I go back to post one, I'm having to do the description. I'm like, oh shit. What, is, what happened here? Uh, I better listen. I better, I, I'll just turn on for a second because I'll be honest, I don't really listen to us. Because I hate yeah, my voice. We talked about that just, before. Yeah. So I like go to like halfway through. I'm like, cell phones. Like, okay. That was the technology episode. Okay. I'm good. You know? And I do all the video editing. So I have to watch every episode. God, I hope you don't like fast forward to the end of it to try to figure this one out. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. <laughs> we were talking about maths. <laughs> Did we yeah. do a PSA on drugs? <laughs> well, if we do an episode on drugs, we can bring my neighbor over. I'm sure he's, he knows a thing or two. Are we doing the Delta 8 thing? I thought about this. I would like to do a Delta 8 episode where we each take Delta 8. The problem is we're going to have to sleep here. <laughs> okay. Or someone's going to, or our wives are going to have to take us home. Okay. Because I mean, Delta I, I can't is no joke. Or we could do it from our phones in our individual homes, but I, I think it would be more fun in person. Absolutely. Yeah. We can Please. feed off one another. Have you done Delta 8 before? No. Oh my God. Maybe we just do one and we pretend to take it. <laughs> just give it to Rodney. I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> freaking out man you are freaking out man <laughs> i'm like yeah these are this, these are all delta 8 gummies that we pop a sour patch caddy and kid in. I'm, I'm, oh i'm so hard but delta 8's great it's legal i don't know why so the one i had originally was called koi and it was fantastic the one when i went back to get more they were out of it he's like well you got this house one and i'm like so i took it and it tastes worse and it's not quite the same feeling so uh, I'll have to buy whenever I can find the Koi ones again. We'll 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 figure out a way to do a Delta Eight episode, which may just be us laughing and eating chips and bagels <laughs> and That'll peanut be butter episode cereal. I will need to edit terribly. No, nah, no, nah, just let just let it go. Uh, Free ball it. <laughs> All right. Uh, again, thank you for listening. Uh, we, you know, this is what we do. We just talk. Yeah, <laughs> and have a good time doing it's it. It's really good conversation. Maybe we should so rename the episode be... from technology to definitely uh, different video this games. week from last week. But anyways, I'm Jay. I'm Kellen, and I'm a producer Rodney. And until next time, keep it weird. Er. <laughs> <laughs>